Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of We're Spinning Plates. I'm Kira and I'm Em and this is very exciting. This is like the first episode of season season unnumbered <laughs> season maybe one maybe two i'm not sure it's like obviously not our very first episode to, to say it would be the first episode of season one would be That's factually inaccurate yeah but in the sense that when we started the podcast back in november it wasn't like a season then and if it was it was a bumper season of like over 30 episodes so like this is the first time that we've consciously recorded a season but it's technically not the first season, so yeah. season one it's like, slash two. <laughs> yeah, it's season two in the fact that it's definitely the second batch of episodes, but we didn't ever brand anything as season one, so I think we're just going to celebrate 1. the fact 5. that... 1.5. <laughs> yeah, chaotic energy in normal episodes, so it makes sense that we'd we transfer that to our naming of the next season. Absolutely, you know, some things have changed, but some things, such as that, will change. Energy, they're consistent, so at least you can have uh, consistency with us, guys. I so, think, like, yeah. this podcast has always been, we've been very transparent about the fact that we wanted to do this, but we didn't know anything about podcasting, and so mm-hmm. people were kind of learning along with us, and we'll just keep that theme. <laughs> it's definitely been a theme, I think, or will be a theme, with the episodes that we're recording for the rest of this season. Obviously, we'll get onto that a little bit later, but definitely a case of learning and just having patience with us. You know, we're, we're learning, we're growing, it's all fun, and that's what this is all about. So with that said, <laughs> now that we've introduced that this may or may not be the first episode of season one and or two, um, shall we jump into the usual way that we're going to start these episodes, which is, as always, with our high and low of the week. Yeah, let's do it. I'm just so glad to be back and recording because although we definitely desperately needed to take a break and kind of look at what we wanted the podcast to do, what kind of content we wanted people to be able to consume, it definitely, the break was needed, but I've just missed chatting and the weekly roundups. I feel like that is indicative of like how good it was to take a break though, because I think there were a couple of times towards the end of the last batch of episodes where we were a little bit burnt out, both from like not having like a really creative idea for the episode and also just having lots of other things going on as well whereas just taking these few weeks off I think has like done exactly what we hoped it would do which is just like reinvigorate us make us really excited to be chatting and yeah I'm very happy so that's definitely I guess a shared high of the week um yeah it's like a major win (laughs) yeah and people have been so lovely and they've been messaging us like checking in asking how we are and kind of saying that they miss the podcast and I think Mm -hmm. we do miss that kind of sense of community and chatting to you all it's such like a high of every week and so it's really nice that you've told us that you've missed it because we've missed you and we're just so glad to be back so definitely (laughs) took a tangent there before talking about my high but my high and low is combined this week been a very weird week I feel like the break that we took like everything changed in my own life (laughs) which I'll be talking about more this season like every facet of life (laughs) has changed yeah or will be altering during the time as we're recording this season so the first one that I'll talk about is a high and low and it is that this week I had the final I just clicked my fingers so sorry if you could hear that because that's a personal like (laughs) it really bugs me when people do that but it was accidental they were just clicky um (laughs) it was the final day of my job which is a job that I've been doing for almost exactly a year um it was my first marketing job it taught me Mm -hmm. so so much um I ended up doing a lot of social media marketing in that role and I really enjoyed it it set me up 
perfectly for what I want to do next and the job that I'll be starting so I guess the low side of it that I'll start out with is that with every kind of period of change um well I guess that might not apply to everyone that's leaving a job but definitely for me like it is so bittersweet because although I'm really excited to start my new job I worked with such an amazing team I worked with like people that were so supportive and as a result everyone just felt like supported um and it was such a talented like set of individuals like everyone absolutely nailed the job that they did and so it was a really nice team to work with and I, I hate the word using the word nice. It feels very much like it's a really place nice. It was a really <laughs> lovely team to work with. Um and so it will be really sad to leave them. I've not said goodbye yet because obviously I'm gonna keep in contact with them. I yeah. have my leave and do still and I'm going to a colleague's wedding, which will be really nice. Like Ooh, I think that just nice. shows like how well the team gets on. I feel like it, you know, to invite someone to your wedding, that's a big thing. Like you don't have to do that to all your work colleagues. So Exactly. Is... Yeah. Shout out to you, Nat, in the podcast. Um I just got on really well with my colleagues and I did learn so much at that job so definitely bittersweet so that's kind of it's not like a low of the week because it's you know yeah I know what you mean it's like it is testament though to like you say how great of an experience you had in your first job and I know not everyone can be that lucky in the first job because you never know what you're going to get and also when you are starting in a new industry post-grad it can be a bit risky like you are trying to just get experience and you're not necessarily guaranteed to be getting that experience in a lovely environment so the fact that you have had like a great first year and then it set you up to then progress onto the next level is just so exciting so it's like low but it's a good low because it's like it's only low because of how much you enjoyed working with them so yeah definitely I think anyone else because I feel like because of the kind of jobs that we do and what we talk about there might be quite a few people that are trying to get into marketing like post-graduation mm-hmm. and I remember how hard it was to get into marketing and I'll never ever forget getting the phone call where the recruit the recruiter is that what they're called yeah uh, told me that I was being offered like my first marketing job at this company and I cried on the phone like it was a Aww. big day I think I'd sent in over a hundred applications to places like it feels like a wow. slug but you will get there if you're in the same position as I was you will get there um And so it was just like amazing to have a first job in marketing because it's such a career that is competitive and it's hard to break into the industry. So, so thankful to that job. But the high of the week is that I am super, super excited (laughs) to start my new job, which is more of like my title is social media content coordinator. um, And it's just going to be like such a creative social media role, um, which I'm really excited. My fingers just clicked again. I don't know what's (laughs) going on this morning. (laughs) My fingers are excited that it's season two. Um, Yeah, no, I'm just so excited to take on a role that feels very me and feels like the right next step up. And also there's going to be a commute in the morning, which is not every morning, which I think is is a good thing. Yeah, that's the main Um, thing. Yeah, but the thought of like traveling into work um, and getting a coffee and maybe taking a book on the train, Mm -hmm. getting a good playlist or a podcast just really appeals to me. It's something I've never done before because although I've been in a marketing job for a year, it was almost entirely at home. Like I think I went to the the office three times (laughs) yeah like three feet to commute in the morning so getting to do a commute a couple of times a week seeing more colleagues getting to be more creative in the role like it's all a high like I could not be more excited in fact Kira Mm -hmm. was there with me well I was just gonna say like I feel like I am just as invested in your career path as in (laughs) into my own because I remember 
you know, this time last year or probably like a little bit earlier in summer of 2020, we were sat in Pret. I had come to meet you on my lunch break and you were kind of oh, like talking yeah. about applying for the job that you have just now or just about to leave. Um, and like you were really frustrated about, you know, having applied for so many things yeah. and I was trying to be like encouraging, like you will find it and everything. And I was so happy for you when you got that one because I really do think that it's the getting into the industry that makes a difference yeah. because your second your job in the door. will almost always be easier to find than your first one. So, and then to be there with you the time that you got the call for the <laughs> next job, it's just so exciting. Although it was a bit nerve wracking because it's like, it was pretty obvious. So like I saw that the dial code was 0113 and I was like, that's Leeds, that has to be it. <laughs> um, and then, um, I was like, oh god! We were like all sat around at Spark eating pizza, like yeah. a food outdoor food market in York, just to set the scene. <laughs> yeah, it was it was an intense experience. It was like you know, me and you were there. Sarah was there. It was your first time meeting Jess, and I was like, I really hope this is positive news <laughs> because if this is not, it's going to put a real dampener on the experience. <laughs> um, but I thought they wouldn't call to give bad news, especially not after work hours. That's just brutal. So I, know. I was like. It was pretty confident that it was going to be good, and it was. So it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. it was a happy moment. Like as I say, a lot's happened since we last recorded an episode, <laughs> and it was the perfect place being in the food market to get celebratory ice cream after. <laughs> it was <Woo>! just the <laughs> ideal evening. So yeah, high and low is that transition from one job to the next. But so excited to get started. What is your high and low? Okay, so my high and low, a little bit less life-changing than yours, not gonna lie. Um, And actually, a lot of what I want to talk about in this weekly roundup relates to one single afternoon from... So we've had several weeks of not talking, and I... Not between you and me, but to the... uh, to the audience yeah like well while we didn't talk to you guys we also just went on a ban from talking to each other (laughs) um no so i haven't spoken to the microphone for quite a few weeks um and clearly not much has happened for me because i've got literally one (laughs) afternoon to talk about but it was a really dramatic afternoon so let's start off with the high which is that although technically as we're recording this it is still august and technically it's still summer um i have already given up on wanting it to be summer and i'm like 100 percent on team autumn and i'm just pretending that it is autumn already regardless of what the weather is doing but on this particular saturday afternoon i was going out for a coffee with our friend sarah and it was pouring with rain it was so so rainy (laughs) looking forward to seeing how this is gonna be a high uh i don't understand where the confusion is it was raining (laughs) and it was so rainy so like it was just so cozy it felt like autumn was there we went for a coffee which was you know i'll get onto that in a second but we went for a coffee um (laughs) and it was nice to sit in a cafe and it was all rainy outside and then we went to the park went for a little walk in the rain there's hardly anyone else around it was just a lovely experience and it made me feel like autumn was Autumn's here. coming like yeah. game of thrones winter is coming but but podcast me, version hashtag autumn, autumn is coming, is coming. <laughs> exactly so that's definitely the high of the week and the low of the week just hinted the coffee so we went to starbucks mm, which coffee. is always a bit of a a gamble as a Starbucks. Of the main chains of coffee shops, my ranking is as follows. Least favourite, Starbucks. Next, Costa. Next, Cafe Nero. Top, Pret, obviously. Oh, right, Um, okay. So I feel like we need to pause there so I can 
give my insight give there. I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna go best to worst, just because that's how my mind works. Oh, okay. maybe I should, no. I need to go worst to best, don't I? Because you just you did need that. to like save the <laughs> excitement to last. <laughs> okay, so yours was yours was worst Starbucks. Yeah. Costa Nero Prep. Okay. Yeah. Mine would probably be Costa Nero Prep. No, Nero Pret Starbucks. Yeah, <gasps> Starbucks, is, Starbucks is my number you, one. <laughs> you snake. I can't believe you said that. When we Controversy in episode well. one. <laughs> it, for me, it comes down to the fact of the quality of the coffee because I will get coffee when I go out to a coffee shop, whereas you don't generally get mm. coffee that often. Yeah, so you're um, measuring it by coffee. I am measuring it either by hot chocolate or some kind of chocolate drink, so. Yeah, so I mean, to be fair, they all have a nice hot chocolate. If I'm going on hot chocolate, I would happily get a hot chocolate from any of them. But yeah. on quality of coffee, Starbucks is just so hit and miss, and it was a really bitter drink that I got. Now, mm. I have to take some responsibility for this because I did decide to get almond milk instead of oat milk. Big mistake. And I also decided to get a sugar-free vanilla syrup, which, again, was a big mistake because this drink somehow managed to be unbearably sickly um, and also extremely bitter. It was like... Ew. Like, it was an awful combination, a combination of two extremes. And so I was feeling a bit, a bit jealous of Sarah because she got a chai latte which is my usual drink but the um the chai latte at starbucks isn't vegan so. uh, right okay this chai at starbucks really confuses me because is it a chai tea latte because i got it once and i hated it but i like a chai latte from like prep so obviously i'm not an expert on like um <laughs> the the language that is used in India but what I do know is that chai means tea so when you say chai tea oh. like Starbucks does it's like you're saying tea tea latte or same goes <laughs> for I'm pretty sure naan means bread so when you say naan bread you're saying bread bread I didn't <laughs> know that I kind so, of want to call it bread bread from now on <laughs> so like yeah so chai is just tea but what we actually have is called masala chai and that's like the spice blend that is then made into right. a latte including black tea but it's like got all the spices in but the starbucks one has an ingredient in the mix that's not vegan um so I can, right. i've never tried there so i can't compare it to the other ones but what i do know is that nero and pret both do a really great chai so sarah yeah. got a chai from starbucks I obviously didn't because I couldn't and I was just sat there like I didn't finish my drink I was like grimacing as I tried to swallow it but it was just too too sickly too bitter and just a really weird combination a bad time a bad vibe yeah the opposite of vibe. love that for you hate that for you <laughs> hate that for me exactly um so that was also just before you move on from the Starbucks okay, drink, okay, okay. I thought it would be a fun segment what is your go-to Starbucks order you kind of just covered it there but like your dream Starbucks drink what would you get uh, oat milk vanilla latte oh okay yeah no that's a good choice i think yeah. i'd go oat milk peppermint mocha that Ooh. that's like particularly a christmas drink but i will get that all year round yeah no i get what you mean um whereas from everywhere else it is oat milk chai, chai latte yeah that's pretty much all i'll get um if it's that and it's vegan it's mine <laughs> so that that's the <laughs> that's the way i i do things um but then like a vanilla latte is like my backup my yeah, vanilla, I think of the syrups are not peppermint, if because often they don't have peppermint because it mm. is Christmas and I'm just a freak, uh, is vanilla. That's a go-to. Yeah, and also, like, I do love a hot chocolate, but I often like to get, like, a cake or something when I'm out for coffee. Mm, and and I do find a hot chocolate and a cake 
it does leave you feeling like you're at risk of being sick. So like, you know. <laughs> Never a good thing if you're going out for a peaceful coffee. <laughs> exactly. So it's just one of those things you have to decide. I'm wanting cake. I'm wanting hot chocolate. You've got to make a choice. So that was that. Um, I have one more thing to mention in relation to the dramatic events of this rainy Saturday <laughs> I can afternoon. hear Oscar in the background meowing. I've got a dramatic Oscar story to tell you as well, actually, but oh. we'll get onto that a little bit later on. So um, the dramatic event that I, I have to talk about is that so Sarah and I, we were meeting at Round A Park in Leeds and we'd parked on one of the streets that's like near Tropical World. Anyone who's in Leeds may know where that is. Anyone who's not... You, it's just a road. I don't think I even know where that is, and I lived in Leeds for three years. That's because you were a student, and students <laughs> never go outside of the city centre and or like Headingley and Hyde Park. So, um, anyway, it was <laughs> a street. There was like a side street leading onto a main street. We were walking to the main street, which is where the Starbucks is. But you have to walk quite a bit further up to get to the Starbucks. Yeah. So, as we were walking down this side street where we'd parked, we were approaching the mouth of the road, and we could see some <laughs> technical turn. <laughs> I wanted to give a really clear picture here. Um, we were approaching the end of the street and um, we could see these two men like looking as if they were working on a car. Like they had some kind of like welding equipment. <laughs> I can um, see where this is going already. Uh, they were like, and there was like sparks flying off of it. And as we were walking down, bear in mind we were quite far away from them to begin with. But like, what on earth is going on there? Is that like a mechanic? Then we realised that there was bikes on top of this um, <laughs> car, and, and we were like, hmm, what could they be doing? Sarah was like, I wonder if they're welding it to the car so that it's more secure. <laughs> Sarah, <laughs> um, I was like, mm, I'm not so sure. And then I realised these men had uh, helmets on and this was a nice 4 by 4 car not to make any judgments here but these men were wearing uh, rubbish tracksuit bottoms and horrible trainers and I thought uh oh and then before I could think anything else they'd taken one of the bikes off the car jumped on a moped and ran away with a stolen bicycle <laughs> you witnessed a crime I was gonna say like <laughs> once you saw it <laughs> the best reaction would have been to call the police. But what's one of those situations where you're watching it unfold and you don't really accept what's happening until it's it happened happened very quickly as well. Like, this was all in the space of about 30 seconds. Like, we must have come right towards the end of their theft experience. Um, <laughs> and, like, they were on, obviously, like, probably an unlicensed moped, which wouldn't have had any ID on it anyway, like yeah. a number plate. Um, and then it just happened so quickly. And I was hardly going to shout, stop, when they'd got power tools i'm like do you know what i'm not gonna get involved in this um i did feel bad because it was like a car with that had a full family's worth of bikes on and now someone is gonna be without a bike um and that must have been a bit rubbish for them fam- like that family to either get back out of the park or walk out of tropical world and realize that they were missing <laughs> something from their car but equally they did still have a car so it's not the worst thing in the world like at yeah, least they had a bikes. method of transport how did it um, feel to know that you were present at a crime scene thrilling <laughs> <laughs> absolutely thrilling do you know what's funny about that um is that i also had a situation this week where <laughs> i almost called the police oh really <laughs> yeah so i did send you pictures of this event so you, okay. you might you might know what it is. Okay, so okay. I have been in Liverpool just visiting my parents, working from home. <laughs> and I was doing my makeup in my like parents' bedroom window, oh, which yeah. faces <laughs> out onto the road. And I look down and there's a little like dog in the middle of the road 
I mean, it wasn't, like, it was alive, like, the way I said that kind of sounded like a different dark story. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was alive, just, like, walking along the road, Um, and there was clearly, like, no owner with it, so I ran down, I met this, like, older woman in the street who was like, I'm so glad you're here, I was on my way to the houses, (laughs) like, (laughs) to preface this, like, my parents do live in a small village, so that's village life for you. Um, that for them. And so I managed to get this dog in my garden, but we didn't know what to do with it, so it was kind of a what do you do in this situation situation, um, like you were just describing, but it kind of felt like the dog hung out with us for a while until we found its owners uh, walking the streets looking for the dog. Um, and it was kind of nice story. to feel like we had a dog for a while. For like, like a so small funny. time. <laughs> like, we all took selfies with it. We <laughs> we called him Hobnob for the interim period until we I found out that. that he's actually called Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a bit amusing. Uh, but Brian hung out with us for a few hours. Oh, my voice just went there. Brian hung out with us <laughs> for a few hours. Um, and he sat on my lap or sat on my foot whilst I worked from home. He How clung cute. to my dad, even though my dad's the one that hates dogs. Which I feel is just typical. Like, I see so many TikToks dogs that are like this is the man that hates dogs and then they like bond with the dog and they don't hate them anymore it reminded yeah. me of that but yeah brian had a lovely little afternoon with us but i didn't know who to call in that situation yeah that's a tricky one because if they've not got a collar with a number on it um what do you really do because you don't want to take it anywhere in case the owners are like on its you know, yeah. on hot pursuit and like just behind it or whatever. But then also you don't want to leave it too long because you don't want them to be freaking out. Or if it is completely lost and it's made its way like really far away, you don't want to just like leave it to chance. So it's a tricky situation. I have to say the two circumstances, you saving a dog and me witnessing a crime, <laughs> I'd rather yours, but like <laughs> Yeah, it did feel like we we had a pet for a while, which was pretty cute. And you know what it really <laughs> Like, when I was just saying then that we, like, named it Hobnob for the oh, short yeah. period that it was with us, it really took me back to, right, so there was a period of time <laughs> when you, like, first moved to York where I was considering getting a kitten and sneaking it into my house share. Like, obviously, my, ha- my housemates would have known, but nobody else would but have known. But not the landlord. Um, and we were like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, landlord. <laughs> um, didn't do it, obviously. I think that would uh-huh, have made uh-huh. all of my social media platforms if I had done that. But uh, we were at your house talking about <laughs> potential what cat I was names. Call this cat, and we just came up with the most stupid names, and we were doing I mean, it in you this, like started, stupid voice. Yeah, you started out with the name like Rosie, you know, like a nice, nice normal, normal name. name. Yeah. But then, as we were going on, we, we definitely gravitated towards food names. Um, <laughs> top choices for me were. Crumpet! Hello, Crumpet! Um, but it got to the point where we were doing all of it in this voice and we were like sat there like, coriander! Toast! Salt and pepper! Paprika! I've forgotten what like the best. So yeah, no, there was crumple and there was waffle. waffle. We like that. Crumple? Oh, Did I just yeah. say crumple? <laughs> I meant crumpet. See, this is like the giddiness that that conversation ensued oh, at the time, and it's clearly doing it again. But yeah, it reminded me it's of that. so easy to get into it though. As soon as you start, you start thinking of other ones, and you're like mustard, ketchup, and it's like anything, anything can be a pet's name if you say it in that voice. I'm confident of that. You can say yeah, the most no, ridiculous actually, thing. True. Like if you could have like, let me see what I can see out the window. Satellite, lamppost, bush. <laughs> I really think it's all in the tone of voice when it comes to animal yeah, names. Obviously definitely. not humans. So don't call you child lamppost or something. But like, <laughs> you know what? In this day and age, I w- it wouldn't surprise me. 
Yeah, that's actually true. Do what you want. You sat Stand there on FaceTime right now with mm-hmm. your headphones on and your jumper and your cup of tea is really giving me the autumnal vibes that you talked about before. So I'm manifesting it. I refuse yeah. to accept that it is August. It's not. Not right now. Not in my world. <laughs> in Kiraland, we're actually in October. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's always October in Kiraland. Unless it's Christmas, in which case it's December. It's Decemberland. So, like, there's six months of the year can be October, six months could be Christmas, and that's that. And Christmas is a month, I've decided. It's not December. But what about it's the, just entire, Christmas. the entire birthday month that you like? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So, there's, yeah. Christmas can have six months, October can have five months, and May birthday, gets one month. Yeah. yeah. So. That seems sensible. A sensible way to divide up the year. The calendar of Kira. Um, So anyway. um, (laughs) Which you will now be able to purchase in our merch shop. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. We don't. We're not. We don't have one. We're not not merchies. Um, Lol. Can you imagine us trying to design merch? Never say merchies again. (laughs) Don't even know what it would mean, like, as a concept. But yeah, so moving on. Um, Where do we go from here? What were we talking about? Shall I tell you my dramatic cat story? Oh, yeah. Go While we're in the middle of yeah, the chaos. Go for it. Okay, so, you know Oscar. Um, he's great. He's my cat. He's really cute. Um, he often meows in the background of the He meows podcast. quite frequently um, in the background of everything. People, when I'm on Zoom calls at work, they're like, is that a child? And I'm like, no, it's just my cat. <laughs> right, okay, well, that poses a question. If they have children, is that what kind of noise their child is making? I know, I'm like, Oscar is very vocal, but I'm like, first of all, no, I've not just suddenly sprouted a child out of nowhere. And then <laughs> second of all, he definitely sounds like a cat, not a human. I know, like, every, ta- every time I've heard Oscar, it sounds distinctly like a meow cat like yeah <laughs> it yeah, doesn't sound got, like a child he's got a loud meow he does lots of different meows but none of them sound like a, a human child so. what's your before you move on to the cat story what's the best like kind of child coming in on a work call that you've had because um, it happens so much i feel like working from home so my manager jules um her stepchildren obviously were at home throughout the summer and the she's got a stepson who's like nine i think um, and he wanted to get something from her office and he army crawled in to the room because <laughs> he thought that then people wouldn't be able to see but we all saw it was just oh, army that's... crawling in <laughs> how um, old are we talking like is it he's... old enough that they'd be embarrassed He's like nine, so oh, okay. That's you can. It was that's funny. Like it was funny because it was like okay, no, he he put in the effort in there. Whereas his dad has done similar things, and it's it's also Not still amusing. But like it's like, what are you doing? Just walk in, get the Just pen, walk in, leave yeah, and leave. We had um like a whole staff like situation. Don't remember what it was called. A meeting mm-hmm. with like hundreds of people on the meeting, oh, and the wow. person that was leading the meeting, <laughs> the child came in and started doing baby shark. Uh, <laughs> very amusing we're not gonna no let's let's not too late now it's in everyone's head we've lost about half of our listenership just from that sentence but Um, we're having a good time so we are exactly so so anyway Um, oscar dramatic story so yeah so introducing oscar he's really cool um now in the office room that we have upstairs uh it gets really stuffy um which is the one reminder that it isn't actually autumn it's technically still summer and so (laughs) Um, this morning, in fact, just before filming the podcast, I had opened the window wide to try and get some circulation in here before filming the episode. Um, but because Oscar likes to go and sit on the windowsill, I closed the blinds um, so that he wouldn't try and get out of that window because there's not really anywhere for him to yeah. go. I didn't want him to get lost or stuck. Um, so 
I did that. We do that generally all the time. And we have like the wooden slatted blinds. Um, right, yeah. I then messaged you and I said, I'm almost ready to film. I'm just going to go downstairs and make a cup of tea. Went downstairs to make a cup of tea. I and did then... wonder why you disappeared for about 10 minutes. So I'm intrigued. Okay, so then what we heard was, I'm going to do a dramatic reenactment. <laughs> uh, sorry, Oscar. Oh, he looked at me. Headphone users. He looked at me. Just like I was like, he's like, what the fuck did you just do? Um, and we were like, me and Jake looked at each other. What the hell is that? I um, ran upstairs. And I was like, Oscar, where are you? Um, couldn't see him anywhere. The blinds were like a tiny bit uneven, but like there was no big gap in them or anything. Um, and then Jay shouted up from downstairs. He's outside, and he was sat on like a s- tiny like slanted porch roof, and he'd squeezed himself out of the blinds through the window to have a fight with Baxter, next door neighbour <gasps> cat, Baxter. on the roof. Wow. So I had, to, I had to tell Baxter, go away Baxter, and then get Oscar to come back Did in that work? Because it didn't sound very authoritative. I wouldn't I was, to I was, <laughs> I was like, go on, please leave. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Carry on it, <laughs> it was so dramatic because he got out through the blinds, but I don't think he would have been able to get back through them from the other angle. Oh, because Oscar. Like, it was so dramatic. So now what we've learned is that we can't, leave window open with the blinds down and hope that he's not going to get out because he's too wily to clarify we do let him out but because he gets in these fights with the next door neighbor's cat and oscar gets scared and then runs away we don't like to let him out unless we're there to let him back in in case he freaks out so him sneaking out the window not ideal so that was dramatic and slightly postponed the podcast recording this morning so I feel like that's payback that Oscar, like Oscar knew that I was waiting to record the yeah. podcast and he thought, well, since she called me Alfie twice, I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to cause some mayhem. He does, he does hold a grudge, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> um, I've never seen two more identical cats. It's hard to yeah, keep it we on don't, track. We don't dispute that. It's just the fact that Oscar should be the first place cat. Yeah, I know. I, I think, I think me and Oscar just need some bonding time. I think that's what it is. I also miss Gatsby, so... That no one ever gets old. Gatsby's name wrong, so no. at least he's got that. Gatsby is, like, the love of my life. That might be a bit dramatic, but... I think up, Gatsby is the love of a lot of people's lives, you know. People really like him. And do you know what it is? He plays hard to get, and that is what makes him so exciting. Yeah, he's aloof. But also, I do feel like he does love me a little bit. He does always come on my lap. He does, but he does like to play a treat and me and keep him keen situation yeah. where it, it he doesn't want you to get too comfortable you know he's like look back off this is on my terms my terms only yeah like um, sometimes he just wants to sit there and chew a cardboard box and that's fine <laughs> don't, the time, don't we all sometimes <laughs> i mean i never have but like you do you <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay so i feel like we both i mean we've been talking for ages but you know what it's episode one let's just go over it um, mm. I know that I have a TV book recommendation, and I think you also have one from like I the brief sure texting. Do. Right, okay. Um, do you want to go first or second? You go first because I have just chatted for like about probably ninety percent of the time that we've recorded so far about my dramatic events. I mean, so that's go ahead. that's fine. I do feel like I need to <laughs> redeem myself quite quickly for the fact that I just said that I ate cardboard, which isn't true. <laughs> But I feel like I need to redeem myself. Yeah. We're going to do a poll. Do we believe them? Does she eat cardboard or not? (laughs) Times are hard in the transition (laughs) between jobs. (laughs) Um, Right, okay. (laughs) So, 
my TV book recommendation is a book that I've already recommended to you in the past and okay. I read it like a couple of years ago I think um, and then the TV program has been out for I think there's two seasons of it and the second season just came out and it's something mm-hmm. that I've been meaning to watch so I'm now watching it all like I've never watched season one so yeah. it is Modern Love which the book version honestly if you are looking for a non-fiction if you're looking to start reading non-fiction but you, you don't like a whole non-fiction book feels really like intimidating then this is good because so basically the new york times in america in new york obviously um Mm -hmm. has a column in their newspaper called modern love which is where anyone can submit an essay which is about their experiences with love whether that be platonic romantic familial like any type of love Mm -hmm. they can write about um, and then the book version is just a series of those essays that have been like edited together into a book. And each one is just a snippet into someone else's world. It's a true story. Some of them are like unbelievable. Like there's <laughs> one about a man on like, I think it's a first date where he ends up cutting his whole arm open and they spend the night in the hospital together and bond. Like there is, Whoa. and there's another one. That sounds another crazy one, um, to me. Yeah, I mean, that's, they're not all as like, dramatic gruesome as that that. but then there's another one about how this woman lives alone in a hotel um or an apartment building i can't remember which one it is and she really bonds with the doorman he's like older and he becomes like a father figure to her and then she gets pregnant and he helps her like with the baby it's really heartwarming that one um and so there's this selection of stories and then modern love the tv program on amazon prime is where each one of these essays has been adapted into one episode and they tell a story and the first episode is that one with the doorman and the woman that lives alone in the building and i honestly cried at that first episode i would say it's probably up there with one of my favorites that i've watched i think there's about 10 in each season so they just like Mm -hmm. pick the best ones that can be adapted i think probably some things are fictionalized uh in order to make it into a tv but like the heart of it is true and i think what i love about it not only is it that you can just dip in and out same with the book if you don't have time to sit down and immerse yourself in a full book or a full tv show you can just have a snippet which i think is really good it's like a coffee Mm -hmm. table style book um but one thing i really love is that it captures like the essence of storytelling which makes me love reading and also writing which is just people and the relationships that they have with other people like human connection is kind of at the heart of everything i like to read and write and so i think it comes across so well and so strong in mm-hmm. this modern love kind of book and TV show. And I just could not recommend it more. Wow. I'm very glad that you've recommended that because it does sound exciting, but also that kind of segues us onto the fact that I think in the next few weeks, we're all going to have a bit of a love heart shaped hole in our lives because yeah. we're both in the midst of watching Love Island currently, as is most of the nation. And it has been <laughs> amazing, but part of the reason or not part of the reason but part of the experience of filming this as a season means that by the time this episode actually goes live love island will tragically be over for the year it's so weird to think that everyone listening to this episode will know who won if they care about love island i'm aware that not everyone does but most people do um right now at this moment we don't no there's so much to so much to happen still you know like what is gonna go on who is gonna win Who's going to be the final? There's so many questions, so few answers. But by the time this episode goes out and the season all begins... All of the answers will um, be there. They'll be all there and we'll be left loveless. So um, <laughs> hopefully not entirely loveless. <laughs> no, but just in terms of television, I think. So modern yeah. love could be the gap for me and maybe it could also fill that gap for anyone else who's also feeling lost and without love in terms of TV, to clarify. Yeah. Both um, have the name yeah. Love in the title. Both that's go the, down that's the very, link. Yeah. very different routes. 
<laughs> Love it. Um, okay, so that's great. My combination... <laughs> okay, that's great. My turn. <laughs> <laughs> it did come across like that. I apologise. Um, but my turn. Um, <laughs> Gemini. The... Um, book movie combination book tv show rather combination that i have got to share with you a little bit different a little bit more like period drama-esque and it is um Anne of green gables um Mm. by ellen montgomery and then the tv version on netflix is Anne with an e um and it is i would say 90 percent responsible for the fact that i'm now pretending that it's autumn already because it's just so cozy so wholesome Anne is like an orphan who is brought from nova scotia in canada to prince edward island where she thinks she's being adopted by a brother and sister who are older have never married and they still live on the family farm together but because they're getting older they had intended Uh, to what (laughs) just like the phrase still living on the family farm together like yeah (laughs) don't know why that just made me laugh (laughs) um and they had intended to adopt a orphan boy to give him a better life but also to kind of like continue on the family line essentially um and help the brother out with like work on the farm because he's getting older they turn up to pick her up from the train station she is not a he she is a girl and they're like thinking about sending her back but clearly they don't because the house is called Green Gables and she's Anne of Green Gables so spoiler alert she doesn't so I don't, get sent I back. don't think she just stayed there for a day <laughs> no and then like made that her identity um but it is just such a wholesome story Anne is like such a wonderful character um she's very like uplifting because even though she's been through like a really difficult circumstance she kind of sees the joy in everything and she is I would say the OG romanticize your life gal she like <laughs> really oh, does that we are one and the same exactly she knows how to romanticize even the simplest of things um and the tv adaptation is not super faithful like it definitely dramatizes things more than yeah. the book and takes things on a different path and whatnot but i'm not precious about those types of things people are, like super into anna green gables and they really want it to be faithful then there are older adaptations but i just liked the like aesthetic of this one I loved the casting and I also liked that they both felt connected but you actually could watch the tv show and not know exactly what was going to happen so it was still like a fresh and interesting experience rather than watching a direct adaptation and kind of knowing exactly what to expect so I just really really would recommend them both and also for anyone who is scared of classics i'd say anne of green gables is a great one to start with because it is a children's classic but children's books back in those days were like still written very much yeah in like full you know like detailed story style but i just think it's a bit less dense than like an adult classic and also just a really nice story in general Mm, so two recommendations for you there one non-fiction and one classics and i feel like those are both kind of genres that people might be scared to dip into i know that before i started reading nonfiction, i was a bit intimidated yeah. and i know that a lot of people are intimidated when they hear the word classics which as kira could probably talk about until the cows come <laughs> home which i've never really understood that phrase because when do they come home um <laughs> she will be able to go on i've just lost my train of thought thinking about cows coming home but yeah she's very <laughs> passionate about the fact that classics can be for everyone so yeah i two do recommendations so, yeah. there for two um, genres two recommendations two genres and lots of cows coming home so (laughs) love it on that note about the cows shall we talk about the new season and what it will entail (laughs) 
Yeah, because they're not all going to be like this. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell that we've not, like, talked to you guys for a while and we're just desperate to tell you everything? And we've also withheld information from each other purely to keep it as, like, yeah. authentic Fresh content. content. So, yeah, this has been a, a big dump of conversational thoughts. But let's move on and discuss what this season is actually going to be all about. Okay, so as we mentioned at the beginning of this episode, bit of controversy, is it season one? Is it season two? Think we're going to go with season two. And the reason (laughs) that we wanted to (laughs) take this creative period of time um, is because we really wanted the seasons to feel like they had direction. We wanted to know going into recording a season, like what each episode roughly would be about. So we had more kind of a vision. I think a vision is always good. Creative vision yeah. is never a bad thing. Absolutely. And we wanted to kind of extract all of the things from the first 30 something episodes that we've done that we loved, that you told us that you really enjoyed mm-hmm. and try and make seasons that encompass all of the best things and do some new exciting things. Because as I mentioned before, this podcast is completely a learning curve for us. We like learning new skills, learning like how to do adapt the podcast and include different content. And so it was mm-hmm. really just a chance to kind of look at what we've done, look at what we wanted to do and see how we'd get there and create just a fun season with a lot of varied content so I think that's kind of why we took the break and I know that myself I'm very glad we took it yeah absolutely it was you know it felt like a risky move at the time but I I just felt confident that we needed that break and time away to like really hone in on what we wanted the podcast to be and I feel very happy with like the way that we're coming back to it and I just feel like the ideas that we're bringing to the table are things that are going to be really really fun to discuss and hopefully you guys will enjoy listening to them as well. So I feel like, shall we first talk about the things that we're going to keep and the things that will not be going anywhere? Did you want to talk maybe about a couple of those? Yeah, absolutely. So as you'll have seen at the beginning of this episode, our highs and lows of the week are something that we absolutely love sharing because I just think it's so nice to kind of, whether it is something really big like Em's life-changing job (laughs) you know, prospects, um, or whether it's something really small like a rubbish coffee and then a nice rainy afternoon like my ones from this week. I just think it's nice to take time to like reflect on what's been going on and we absolutely love hearing your guys' versions of these highs and lows when we ask for them in question boxes on Instagram, so that will definitely be staying. And also weekly roundups, they won't all be as long as this weekly roundup has been, but we <laughs> will still be having that little time to debrief, chat about what's been going on for us, any things that we've been watching, listening to, reading, all of that kind of stuff and that is going to be a staple that is not going anywhere absolutely um and then after that we will still have a main section of each episode but that will kind of depend on whether it is just M and I discussing something yeah. together or whether we've brought on an exciting guest because that is Woo! the thing that we're introducing for this season we're going to have people joining us um from all different walks of life people who would discuss things that you know, maybe Em and I don't have much experience on or who have a different life perspective than us and their episodes will kind of influence the main theme of the week and then we'll also have some where it's just Em and I chatting about books, films, TV shows and all of the other things that we usually talk about. So all that good stuff. Definitely. I think so the highs and lows we're planning, obviously, as I've said, we've never done guests before. That was a big part, I think, of why we wanted to take a break because guests yeah. do involve planning. It involves being able to coordinate everyone being there at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. And so it is like a more trickier venture, but it's something that we have wanted to do for so, so long. So that is another reason, I think, why we took the break. So we're still plan- like 
learning as you'll see so mm-hmm. we recorded this one this one is when technically the first two are not in chronological order of when we recorded them because yeah. it did take a lot of planning to get our first guest episode up and running <laughs> which was the sister episode is something Ooh. that really sparked our idea of bringing on guests uh, yeah. which is both of our little sisters coming on and chatting with us and we were just laughing before we started recording this <laughs> and we felt like we should mention that the first guest episode is our sisters and it is a little bit of a hot mess because a yeah. it's four people b yeah we've never done a guest before so we don't have the structure in that one that we have taken notes from from that episode and we then will have a structure and b- let's see i forgot the answer <laughs> c. <laughs> c uh i think when you have like sisters and relatives on it's gonna get chaotic so i mean, just felt like i needed to mention like- that they're just like you know obviously related to us and so take the chaotic energy that comes from just a regular episode that's just me and em and then take that times it by two or by four i don't really know times it by two two times two is four you forgot the alpha i forgot simple mathematics um but yeah so it's it's fun it's chaotic um some of the future guest episodes will not just be people that we necessarily know in real life we might know them in real life, but we'll have guests on who are there to kind of talk about something specific, whether that is a hobby or whether that is like a business or a career path. You know, there'll be people who are talking about really specific things. So they won't all be that chaotic, but I hope you'll enjoy it. And if anyone is a fan of Gilmore Girls or Love Island, then you're in for a treat in that episode. <laughs> Let me tell we... you. <laughs> I don't think we've honed in on the art of being able to stop a conversation once it's started. So that'll be a joy for all of our ears when we go on about things for a long time. I think the sister episode will be a very long episode. But yeah, they're just one of the guests. And then I think we have four guests this season. We're not going to tell you who they all are, but should we give a sneak peek of another one of the guests? maybe as like a teaser yeah go go ahead give a little sneaky sneak. okay so this one is one that i'm really excited because i think it's going to be a really fun conversation and also brings us right back to our roots and really captures that spinning plates content because <laughs> there's no one i know more that spins more plates so if you're listening to this right now which you will be if you're listening then you're probably <laughs> listening to <laughs> you've made a right mess in that <laughs> You're probably listening on a phone and you can see like the little timestamp and you can also see our We're Spinning Plates logo. So one of our guests this season is the graphic designer who's Kirsten. She has an Instagram page. She's absolutely amazing. We'll talk more about her in the episode, Mm -hmm. but she has a small business. She also has a full-time job and truly she spins a lot of plates. So I think in terms of small business and artists, being an artist, which is something we aren't. Finding a creative career path and like making it work financially. Um, Yeah. She's she's going to be really interesting. A great guest. We uh, can't wait for that one. And then there's a couple of other people who I think are going to be equally as interesting, but we'll leave you We, we need for to that. keep some intrigue so that you, you keep coming back. Um, and then the final thing I think to mention about a, one major change that you might notice about the podcast is that typically we would have had intro section, talking about our weeks, we would have had a main theme, and then we would have finished off with an agony ant section. Now, we found that there were some weeks where we were getting loads of agony ant questions, and other weeks where we didn't have quite so many, and we also wanted to make sure that we were varying topics up and answering things that were actually going to be beneficial to people so we decided that rather than doing an agony ant at the end of each episode we would keep that agony ant question box um you know keep sharing that on instagram also leave the form that em has in her bio and in the uh we're spinning plates instagram bio up where you can leave anonymous questions and essentially 
build up a bit of a surplus of questions and do a full agony and episode where we can really mm-hmm. dive into exploring as many different themes and topics as possible and also make sure that we're covering lots of different bases rather than repeating like the same types of questions every week so Definitely. i'm really excited about that we love the agony and section but we wanted to make sure that it was like adding value so we thought that having just one major agony ant focus for the season and we'll be doing that in every season going forward would be like the best way to work around that definitely and also because it's like the last section often if we've talked for ages in the first two sections we get to the end and the agony ant feels sometimes like it doesn't get the attention it deserves so we'll be yeah. doing one bumper episode Obviously, something that I would like to mention is that you can still submit questions. Please submit them on the form. And also mm-hmm. you can DM us if you don't like if you don't mind about it being anonymous. Obviously, we won't mention your name when we talk about it on the podcast. No. And if you just wanted to chat to us about it, you can DM us on Instagram. And also, if you have any requests for guests or like if you don't know who exactly you'd like on, but you know that maybe a guest yeah. that talks about finances or a guest that talks about moving country something like that then dm us with the topic and we'll try and find a guest obviously we can't promise the caliber like the we might not be able to get Zoella on someone did request that we get jack edwards on and i'm thinking like would well, i'd love that but would jack can edwards we? love that yeah would he what like we- that <laughs> what we can promise is that we will be introducing you to people who are so interesting and so good at what they do and we'll mm-hmm. provide some really interesting discussions i think some of the like all of the podcasts that I listen to, for example, Table Manners, I'll go on about it until the cows come home, <laughs> is, an, is a podcast that has a lot of famous people on. But to be honest, I don't know the majority of them because I don't really keep up to date with like the every famouses. famous person on the planet. But just getting to talk to people, even if I don't have any idea who they are, mm-hmm. and getting to feel like I do by the end of the episode is something I love about podcasting. So yeah, I'm absolutely. so excited to bring guests on and to introduce 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 them to you all absolutely though with that said zoe if you are listening we would absolutely love to have you on her we're spinning plates ex zoella would be a great club so if you're out there we'd love to have you but everyone else that you're going to be meeting in the meantime is going to be just as great so i think that's probably everything you've heard us talk about a lot this episode there's been a lot going on i feel like it needed Um, we needed to come back and just chat i mean people always tell us that they really like the weekly roundup so i mean this should be kind of a sign that it's not going anywhere yes (laughs) and the rest of the season will be full of guests we'll be talking we have our bumper agony ann and then also there is going to be a good few episodes just us where we've picked some topics that will change season to season but that we're excited to chat about with you so we really hope you're going to like this season Mm -hmm. i'm excited to record it i'm excited to get it out there and just you know to have we're spinning plates back in action we're hoping to be much more active on social media as well because we know that we let the ball drop there it's very difficult we're just two gals with full-time jobs and other things going on and so (laughs) i i do think that's another the, like kind of benefit of taking this break we planned out the season and we can plan out an approach to f- kind of engaging mm-hmm. with you on social media as well so we're back and we're better than ever we're back hopefully. bitches <laughs> and on that note thank you so much for listening and we'll see you or you'll hear us we won't see you because it's not how this works but you'll hear us in the next episode so bye bye